naked shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Eddie Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism, metaphysical, and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody. It's with Insights Radio. This is Iggy Garcia Live, episode 51. My guest today is Jayla Imani. And today we're going to be talking with her, sharing her insights. I'm here with Jan Keevan, my partner in crime. So, good crime. Like Robin Hood. I hope it's good crime. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're doing a live stream today, and we're actually doing a radio show at the same time. For those of you who are watching on the live stream, we do have a call-in number, and that call-in number is 646-595-3440. Again, that's 646-595-3440. I'll type it in here in a second. But, um... Today is just a great day to have iced tea. Yes. Sweet tea. Delicious. So sweet cheers. Tea. Cheers. Oh, oh. Oh, wait. Yep. There you go. Togetherness. So, great. if you hear a train in the background, <laughs> it's beautiful. That's the way we Embrace look at it. Embrace it. Yep. But um, today we're going to talk. We're going to hang out. We're kind of at the, at the round table of sorts so we can hear each other. So, those of you who are also listening on the radio, if you have questions, you know, I see the phone numbers pop in, and we'll bring you on the air here in a little bit. But, um, yeah, so like we do every Higigoshia show, we kind of just say, hi, how are you? How you doing? So what's new with you? So I'm going to start with Jan here, see how her day was going. So how are you? Hi. I'm just groovy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it, it's been a rough day. Um, a lot of shifting going on, lots of crazy things going on, but a beautiful day all the same. I um, had some couple of epiphanies going on today and helped somebody transition over overnight, which was um, always beautiful and difficult at the same time. Um, really glad to be here. Really glad to hear what we have to say tonight and hopefully have a lot of callers and a lot of shares so that we can just help more people and see what's going on. Good, so, good. thanks. Awesome. Very good. Good to be here. It's good to be here. Good to be here. Good to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing. Like, my day has been great. I spent a good amount of time outside soaking up the sun. Mm -hmm. So that's always a good day for me. I played with the worm. That was fun. The worm? Yeah. A worm, he came when I was doing my... um, my live on Instagram telling him about this okay. and I was just playing with him in my hand and it was great. Like he came to me during my live and we had a good time. Nice. So it's been a good day. Yeah. Those earthworms. Yeah. You know, it's funny you bring that up. In my shamanic practice, we actually eat a worm. Oh wow. You know, to mm-hmm. take in the flora for the spring. Mm. That way we don't get sick during the rest of the year. I'll so. leave that for you. Yeah. I'll leave that one to you. I think I'm going to pass on yeah. that one. But it's good. It happens really quick, really fast, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's a blast. We, we have a, we have a con- sticker contract together, the worm and I. Yeah, my day has been pretty good. I kind of went out and hanging out in the sun and just taking in the rays, just kind of hanging out by the water there and just need a little break, a little me time and you know, just had to get out and get away, and I really enjoyed that. So it was it was a good time for me. But um, we're here tonight, you know, because we're gonna talk about you a little bit, and Jan and I are gonna ask you some questions. And okay. Put I'm you excited. on the hot seat. No, I'm just joking. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Ask away. I 
am going to be vulnerable. Ask me whatever because vulnerability is strength. People, is. vulnerability is not strength, but you know how hard it is to be vulnerable and not know what is going to happen after? That's mm-hmm. that's harder mm-hmm. than keeping anything in, in my opinion. So ask away. I am an open book. Okay. You might hear little pitter-patters. We got little babies here, little pet babies. <laughs> so, so we do that. I wanted to ask you, you know, I, when you sent me your bio, you said you were intuitive path, you know, intuitive empath. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, take me on the journey a little bit, how you discovered or how you think you are discovering that as you're moving through your red road walk here? Well, um, the empath part I've always known about, but I didn't mm-hmm. know it had a name. Like, I've always been sensitive. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's calling me sensitive, right? Okay. So as I got older and started going on my own journey, mm-hmm. that's when I figured out, oh, it's a good thing. You know, it's not a bad thing. I was always thinking that was a bad thing, but it's actually a really good thing. So I figured that out. I was really excited. Like, hey, I'm not crazy. <laughs> so that was fun. Intuitive, I found out, I don't know, I've, I've, I've been intuitive for a while, but I didn't know what it was. Like, I was always like, maybe I knew somebody was going to call me, or maybe, um, you know, I knew something was going to happen, or um, now I have, like, a, you know, somebody that I'm really close to, and we, like, communicate telepathically, and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, every day is something new, okay. honestly. It's every day I learn something new, and... It's exciting. So, I mean, how'd you get here? How'd I get here? Yeah, I mean, how'd you get on this path? What, what, what was that moment? What was that thing that just says, boom? It's always a thing, yeah. huh? Well, you know, I don't think it's a thing, but I'm just I think curious. It is. Usually, it's a thing. Um, I feel like the universe was trying to get me on the right path for a while, but I wasn't listening. Mm-hmm. So the bam moment was my last relationship. It was very, very, very toxic, mm-hmm. and getting out of it, um, I kind of. At first, I had reserves. I'm like, I want to go back. No, go back. No. And then I just started getting really spiritual, like just spiritual in general. Um, you know, one of my pastimes was going to choir, so they didn't know where I was because we were still like we were living together. So it was like I wanted to be away from home. And mm-hmm. choir was my way from home. Spirituality was my way from home because I'm up here by myself, essentially, because okay. I'm from Cincinnati. Okay. So I don't have like family here, like lean mm-hmm. on, like mm-hmm. somebody can just go move with. So that's where I was forced to be. So being forced to be in that space and not go crazy, I needed I needed that. Yeah. I needed that escape. And I eventually went from being very spiritual within, like, Christianity to questioning mm-hmm. Christianity <laughs> to where I am now. If so, we've all been there, done that. Yes. Yeah, and I think we're still done. Still doing it. Yeah. Right. So I'm trying to, right now, I'm trying, I don't, I know I'm spiritual. I know this higher being, but I don't want to... I, I don't feel the need to ascribe to any religion. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe all religions have some aspects of them that are correct, per se. Okay. So it's like I don't ascribe to religion. So that's kind of how I got here. Really toxic relationship, needs to get out of it, needed an escape, and going to be Christianity to going out of Christianity and to being here. Very good. Interesting. I love it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's usually how it happens. Isn't it's- it? There's always something, there's always a defining moment in someone's life that mm-hmm. just kind of says, hey, you know what? Something's got to change. You know? Mm-hmm. And even in that moment, you're kind of going, I should change. I should leave. And you're still hesitant sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
I've been there. I'm, I still go through those things sometimes. Yeah. So I tell you, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's always something new. We, you know, something else is coming up. I think as long as we're human, <laughs> yeah. we're going to have those times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's a relationship change or if it's a a move or no matter what it is, we're all going to have those kinds of changes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're going to be challenges. We're still seeped in being human. It's not easy to be human. It's just not. Mm-hmm. But that's our job right now. They yeah. never said it would be easy. No one yeah. ever said mm-hmm. it would yeah. be easy. No, but it can still be fun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's the thing. You want to mm-hmm. have fun while you're on this journey, mm-hmm. you know, as you're experiencing things, as you're mm-hmm. rolling through them. For sure. Because what's the point of going through it if you're not going to exactly right. you know, enjoy it? And, yeah. I mean, even the things that challenge you, you can reflect back and go, wow. I have what a was saying, I thinking? Yeah. yeah. I was saying <clears> that I would say embrace your grace. Okay. And... And to me, that simply means that, you know, I, I say to you quite often, I've had the most remarkable life ever. Yeah. You know, I tell people that all the time. Mm-hmm. That does never mean that it was all rosy because right. it wasn't. It was full of thorns, but my thorns were remarkable thorns. Mm-hmm. I kid you not. I've embraced my grace my entire life. I don't have any shame anymore. I'm over that word. And by getting rid of that word, mm-hmm. it has helped my empath ability, my intuitiveness, you know, my gifts excel. Mm-hmm. And by just getting rid of the word shame, yeah, it has been a blessing to me. So I'm embracing my grace that way. That's one of the ways that I'm embracing it. Mm-hmm. And having fun, being respectful of my life to the point where let go of that that does not serve me. Yeah. And right. drama does not serve me. Yeah. It mm-hmm. just does not. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> let go of it and have fun. Have right. fun. I mean... That doesn't mean you don't continue to work. Yeah. We all have to work, right. but you should have fun doing it. Yeah. Be blessed in what you do. Be blessed mm-hmm. in everything that you do. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. one thing I'm really grateful for is learning a lot of lessons that I've already learned so early. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm so grateful for that. I'm so, so, so grateful because I'm able to see life challenges as lessons. And it's really hard for me in a sense because I see all my people around me not getting that. They don't Mm -hmm. get it. And I'm just like, something unfortunate. I put air quotes around things because what is unfortunate? What Mm -hmm. is challenge? What is that? We get it. I understand. But it's like, it it gets, I don't want to say it gets frustrating because it's not that deep. But it's like, it it saddens me. Like, people, yeah, it saddens me. Like, that people, let things get them down like little things and it ruins their whole day their whole week and i'm just like just get over it it life moves on see the lesson in it like see the lesson in it and you'll be all right do you feel responsible for other people not seeing what you're seeing no no it just saddens you that they don't see it Mm -hmm. do you try to get them to um i may explain it i don't feel obligated like i don't Mm -hmm. feel like if i feel like maybe like situational wise like you know this is see the lesson in this like it may be something small like that but it's never like i need you to see less in this or i did not feel fulfilled <laughs> like, well this is good yes i don't feel that so you have empathy for them yes yes instead of sympathy yeah because a lot of us some people have <clears throat> sympathy for people because you know they feel bad for them but when you're in when you have empathy for someone you know you're you acknowledge them but you're not you're like well you know what it's your shit yeah you know mm-hmm. like jan would say <clears throat> but you need to carry that on. Yeah. My daughter taught me that. Yeah, I was going to say the buckets. Yeah. 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 I have to thank my daughter for that is, one. This it was, is PG-13. It was show. Oh, it is. Poop. Well, rated, rated R just a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. 
a bodily function that we all have, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Yes, that was a good story. We have fun on these shows. <laughs> We're supposed yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But and and I feel like for me when when I'm empathetic, um, and this is just me and my personal way I think of it, because I have to I had to learn to differentiate between empathy and compassion. Yeah. So empathy for me personally is being able to step inside somebody's shoes mm-hmm. and truly feel their their anguish or their grief or their pain mm-hmm. or what what it is they're going through. Mm-hmm. But being able to sit it aside, it's over here. I felt it. It washed through me. I know what that's like. Not letting it carry on. But here, let me help you or whatever it is I'm supposed to do in over here. I cannot allow that to define me at that moment. Yeah. But I still have to feel it so that I'll, I, I know what to do for them to move forward. Sure. And then compassion is just. Yeah, I I really feel for them because they don't have that joy that yeah. I have. Mm-hmm. But then again, sometimes I think, do they know it? Yeah, they don't know they don't have that joy. Mm-hmm. Not yet, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm learning to let go of that as well, and just look at everybody. It's individual for everybody. Yeah. And it's I'm sorry. And it's it's interesting that you mentioned compassion because. Before, like a year ago, I would never consider myself a compassionate person. Like that wouldn't be the first thing that popped in my head, like for me. Really? But like now, it's like it's definite. Like mm-hmm. I definitely have compassion for people, and it's like when I say sadness, I feel like that's more of a compassion kind of because it's like it's like don't you? Know? I don't know. It's just like uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just yeah. Compassion is definitely something I would consider myself to be. And somebody actually con- mm-hmm. called me compassionate today on my live. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was the affirmation right there. Like, I know what it is. Like, oh, I you are. I talk to worms. Yeah, you're in flies. Person, sure. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And I eat them. Yeah. So it's not going to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, reading your bio, it was talking about you when you're spreading love and positivity throughout the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, in what way do you do that? What way do you share that? I mean, I know we. I hear some of the things you've said, mm-hmm. but take us take us on a journey. Take us on on what your day is like mm-hmm. when you're doing your work. Because mm-hmm. you know, Jen and I do our work. I want to. I want to. I want to know what that's mm-hmm. like. So one way that I spread love and positivity and light is by Instagram. You know, mm-hmm. I think that me being younger, it's that's a good platform for me to reach the people of my age, mm-hmm. whether or not they understand it, they're going to have to scroll past it. And one day they're going to stop like, Oh, let me read that. You know? Mm-hmm. So I definitely, I post inspirational a picture. Like they'll have like a quote and then underneath I'll put like what I, how I feel about it. And like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot receptive than I thought. Like there's a lot of people who I would never think would like those types of things are liking it. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm getting like 50, you know, likes or whatever on the, on these posts. And I'm like, okay, people are receptive to this, people are hearing it, people like it. Mm -hmm. So I try to post that, like, every day, if not, like, often, very, very often. So that's one way that I, like, kind of brighten people's day a little bit. Um, I brighten people's day, like, just with walking in my light every day, like, being just so happy and just so, I'm just, like, I'm, when I was younger, I didn't really have, I don't want to say I didn't have manners, per se, but, (laughs) Like, now I'm just, like, I'm happy all the time. I'm, like, how are you doing today? Well, that's great. I'm, You know, how are you feeling today? Mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing. Like, you know, I'm just, like, extra. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say extra because it's me now, but mm-hmm. it's, like, 
I'm just so happy. And it's like it, it rubs off on everybody that I am around. And that in itself makes me very happy. And I can see it, you know. And I have a lot of conversations I probably wouldn't have had if I wasn't as nice. I've gotten connections that I probably wouldn't have if I wasn't as, you know, genuine. And people feel it's genuine. It's like you can't be mad at me. Because, right. like, if we're having a conversation <laughs> yeah. and you don't agree or we're having, like, a, a disagreement, I'm so nice about it, you can't be mad. And it's just so funny. Wow. It's literally so You're funny. Just standing in it. Yes, yeah. literally. So, for example, I had a phone call. Okay. So I'm having kind of issues with my job kind of right now, and the management is pushing me, right? So I'm Before not you continue that, okay. I'm going to interrupt you just for a second. Okay. Would you please share with us the type of people that you work with? Uh, yes. Not I, the management people, but... Yes. Yes. Um, I work with people with disabilities, mm-hmm. disabilities, developmentally dis- mm-hmm. developmental disabilities, and it's really my passion. I went back and forth between elderly and then this, but it's like... This is where I'm drawn to. This is where I'm gravitating towards. And they are special people. And it's like, it's so sad that people can't see it, but I can. And that's all I can really control. So so thank you for that. So now knowing that, share with us the part about the management. you're having difficulty with your management. Yeah. So basically, I do good work. Nobody can tell me I'm not doing good work. All my clients always love me. Period. Like they never, I could, they never complain about me. So management is like kind of pushing me, like communicating with me via email. Like for example, they said, "Well, we need to meet up. I see you get off at such and such Friday. See you then." So it's like at that point, past Jayla would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> past Jayla would have been like, "What do you mean? See you? Da da da. You don't know what I'm doing. You know, da 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 Because that's very inconsiderate. It's very inconsiderate. But kind of Jayla. Hello. Hi. Um, I am not available this Friday, but I would love to meet with you guys some other day, you know. So then, you know, they're telling me, oh, you can't work again until we meet. Oh. So I called them. I'm like, hi, you know, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. They didn't ask me how I was doing. I'm like, well, I'm doing amazing as well. So let's go ahead and talk about this, right? So we didn't really see eye to eye, but the way I was delivering everything I was saying, mm-hmm. I know I have the words that I want to use to communicate, and that sometimes throws people off because I believe a lot of people get in arguments because they don't have the words to communicate how they feel. And so since I'm able, capable to do that now, it's like people are – it's like you can feel them being angry, <laughs> but it's yeah. like they can't that's be. That's exactly right. And it's just like right. – it's amazing. It feels great. And, like, that's what I had today. And I'm saying I have an amazing day, and it's like I had those problems with mm-hmm. them, but it was it didn't affect me. And it, it's so great. Kill them with kindness. Yeah. Wow. Yep. We do have a question online. Okay. Adriana Arts asks, as an empath, how do you protect yourself from absorbing other pains when you are working with them, other people's pains? Um, so I think that something, something that can really naturally lead to me is deep breaths, like pushing it away. I don't know what it does, but it just came really naturally to me just to breathe and just kind of push it away like when they're talking and I didn't re- I realized it because one time my friend was calling me contemplating like not suicide like they're about mm-hmm. to off themselves but like talking about it and stuff mm-hmm. so it was like I felt it kind of trying to enter me and I was just like, I'm like hmm, what's that 
And I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's something. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I do. And another thing I do is listen. So one way that you can get dragged into somebody's stuff is that they're talking to you like, oh, yeah, why would they do that? And, da, 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 da. and that's how you get emotionally invested in something. That's, sure. how, that, that's how it pulls you in. Right. So you literally have to just listen, right? And I might have, like, little things to say at the end, but I'm not about to get emotionally invested in your mm-hmm. poop. So very good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah. You know. We're real. And if that works, you do it, right? Yeah. I mean that's that's the whole that's the whole thing about doing the work that you do and that we, the three of us do. We have our own ways, our own practice, mm-hmm. you know, our own techniques we share with other people. And sometimes they just evolve right in front of us. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure if that's ever happened to any of you where it just you're in a situation and all of a sudden you just got, you just get this, this knowing, right. You know, then all of a sudden you're just like, wow, where the heck did that yeah, come from? And exactly. then everybody asks you, where did you get that from? Just now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, cause I think there's a misconception that people who do this, um, the metaphysical or the spiritual or any kind of work mm-hmm. that they have practices over and over. They have a routine or whatever. there are some things that you just, you do, but, but there, there's a lot of things that just, come. They just you know, when you're connected to source, when you're connected to right. spirit, when you're connected to, you know, higher self, a higher version of yourself, you know, the mm-hmm. Christ consciousness, whatever, whatever you resonate with, it knows what to deliver. It, you, you know, when you're connected yeah, to it. Yeah, it's already there. Yeah, you know, you, it. you know you're when you're connected to it because it tells you things in an amazing way because mm-hmm. it doesn't go, well, you're, I don't like your shirt. <laughs> Okay, so that's how you know you're not in higher consciousness. Yeah. You know, or you don't go to higher consciousness. So how do you like my shirt? It will never answer you because it's not like that. Right. It gives you it gives you multiple decisions, multiple choices to decide from. So it's, you think you're hearing one, but it's actually giving you all of these little fragments that you have to put together in your brain because we have to we have to process through the ego mind because the ego mind is going. I'm not going to tell them that. What am I going to tell them that? If I tell them that, they might think I'm crazy. Yeah, it's okay to be crazy. Because, you know, especially in the shamanic practice, you're supposed to go insane. You're supposed to go crazy a little bit. That's how you know, and that's how you know how to connect with people. That's why it's naked shaman. Sometimes you have to be naked. And, you know, that was part of my journey. That's why I got that tag, because I used to have, not a drinking problem, but I would drink, and I would drink tequila, and I'd take my clothes off. That's why I don't drink tequila too much. But that's important. But that's part of my journey. Yeah. That's part of learning. That's part of the story. So now I have a story to share with somebody about that. Yeah. You know, we all have these little stories that happen to us. And that's how we teach other people, mm-hmm. by the things that happen to us. Yeah. And then they're going, wow, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. Wow. And like, well, I'll never do that. You never never say you never, never do that. Never. Because you know what? Mm-hmm. And spirit puts something in front of you. That's right. It's a task for you to learn. Yeah. For sure. Now the cool thing is you're pretty connected to nature. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so what's nature do for you? Uh, That's that you like that time. You like that. Yes, <laughs> I love nature. Um, it allows me to. It's meditative in a way because it allows me to not think about stuff. I just love. Uh, I just love it so much. It's just like I see the beauty, and it's like I feel like. Since no, like, there's a lot of people in this world who don't see the beauty and stuff. I feel like I got to take it in for them, too. Like, I just feel like, I just feel like I'm in awe, like, when I see nature. I'm in literal awe. And it's like, when you think of certain things, like, we have veins in our body and there's veins and leaves. It's like, people, like, how do you not see the magic in every single day? Like, ugh. So, I'm outside. I'm looking at 
okay, somebody sees a tree, right? They see a tree, they see the leaves, they just see green, right? Mm-hmm. I don't just see green. I see this color green, this color green, this color green, the greens that happen when it's flowing in the wind. Like, like if you ask anybody who has been with me recently, like, when I'm outside, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking like, yeah. look at that bird. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Squirrel. Like, talking to animals, talking to, like I said, like, I was actually... I was actually about to talk. <laughs> I was actually about to well, I was actually talking to a gnat the other day. <laughs> and I was actually with somebody that was really uh, close to me. They're like and they know I talk to animals, like, don't talk to it, don't talk to it. Like, I don't talk to it. <laughs> so like I just talk to any animal and every animal yeah, and just you. nature just makes me it's like a recharge. It's definitely a mm-hmm. recharge. Um, especially the sun. Like, I just love baking in the sun. Like, (laughs) it's like, yes. And, like, when I was younger, I was more insecure. So, like, the representation of black, right? Mm -hmm. So, it's like, light skin is cute, right? So, it's like, yeah, this is like, yeah. In the black community, it's fetishized to be lighter skinned. So, when I was younger, Mm -hmm. I would be insecure about being darker because I was on swim team and the pool and Mm -hmm. chlorine in and out, in and out. But it's like, now... I see so much beauty in my skin in the different shades and the different tones. And it's like, I just love myself so much. It's so unconditional. Like, it's so, so, so unconditional. So it just makes me happy to just be in the sun and gain those few extra shades and also gain just, uh, I get downloads when I'm in the sun, too. I get a lot of downloads. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's beautiful. Like, I know stuff about animals that I don't know how I knew and, like, <laughs> stuff like that. Like, oh, is that a, a armadillo or, is, oh, is that a robin? Or, like, it's just, like, where did that come from? Yeah. So. Nature's funny because mm-hmm. my friend told me a story about she went to the beach and she was laying there. <clears throat> there was this really big girl and she had a little skinny friend. And um, they they camped their stuff down and she had a box of cookies or something in the like you know how you get in the store mm-hmm. <clears throat> so she noticed that this bird was flying around and she didn't give it much thought until the girls went to the water the inflatable wrap thing they were going to do <clears throat> but all of a sudden this bird comes down lands on the blanket over there and lifts the box lid and then the other one flies and stands like sentinel watching when the people are coming by Mm -hmm. then all the birds came okay and ate all the cookies they may have left one she thinks but i thought it was so funny and so amazing that we don't give our brethren you know the the animal credit that they're smart that they they have a consciousness that they know what they're doing that they have a soul that they're even to they're even capable of of structuring that strategy yeah you know Mm mm-hmm and um, but you know what I thought was really funny because she said the girl came back, and she's like, "Where'd my cookies go?" <clears throat> that's funny. But that's just a cool story. I thought I would share that because I thought because you when you were sharing, you know, you talked. You realize how she didn't realize the correlation between the bird. Yeah. And where'd she, my cookies go? She had. I don't even know if she even knew what happened. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> from think what about from that. what I'm gathering, there's this woman didn't even realize that. These birds ate her cookies, so the birds oh, were just, yeah. they were gone just as fast <laughs> as they got there. And they were plotting since the beginning. They mm-hmm. knew. Yeah. <laughs> they knew. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's, that's the wing ones, you know, the four-legged and, you know, the standing, you know, creatures and everything. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, with nature, when you can talk to nature. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really big on that, too, just because the path that oh, I'm on. I, 
feel like I'm related to everything to you, this chair, Jan, sure. everything. The creatures and out there, they talk to you. My last show was just about that. You know, communi- communicating with those those creatures. Maybe. I learned about, I was really excited to learn about the animal medicine. And I say that, oh, you know, every animal brings their own medicine. Absolutely. And I'm just like, thank you taught me that. Absolutely. So, yeah. I had Somebody an amazing experience today that, mm-hmm. um, very quickly, but I have a um, grandson who's four years old, and he was over here today with his dad looking at something mm-hmm. to help me with. And I walk out back and take a few steps, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wait. And there is a baby bird but feathered but not flying yet Mm. sitting in the grass and I immediately think dogs you know did they hurt it but no they didn't and so we're all looking at it and and Benny the little boy he's like well pick it up Graham you know pick it up and I said man let's just wait a little bit you know so we waited and walked over to do what we were going to do and we're standing there I see out of the corner of my eye Robin come in and she has a grub in her mouth and she lands and then all of a sudden she she sees us and she goes away and I said it's okay you know I just talked to her and I talked to her and I talked to her and finally she she came over to where the baby was and Mm -hmm. fed it and then talked to it and then it started hopping and she'd go a little bit more and she'd talk to it and it would hop some more Mm -hmm. and she hopped that thing out of my fence out of the chain link fence through it into a safe yard because there were dogs here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And it was amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was amazing. It was just amazing to watch. And I was just, I had such gratitude for that mother taking care of that baby like that mm-hmm. and really protecting. She was trying to teach it to fly. That's what they do. I didn't know this at the time, but yeah. I learned it today from my, um, <clears throat> from Benny's dad. And Eric taught me. He said, no, they, they're on the ground for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And they finally learned to fly. And mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, it's interesting. Sometimes as humans, we believe that we're helping things. That you know, right. actually, we we impede things mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, butterflies, for example, people try to break a cocoon open for mm-hmm. a butterfly, help a butterfly out. That's mm-hmm. the worst thing you can do. Right, kill it. Because you'll kill it or or deform it. Mm-hmm. Because it needs that all that liquid, all that DNA, that's all that that juice mm-hmm. to you know help it transform yeah it's not done until completely it's out womb. yeah and then it's ready to and then when out. its arms or its arms but its wings spread you know the sun dries it off and then mm-hmm. infuses it into the body oh wow and so right. when that butterfly is ready to fly look look it up because there's pictures of oh, butterflies yeah. that are like oh like i don't know what's up man but i can't move <laughs> <clears throat> thanks Iggy, but no thanks yeah yeah, yeah thanks for that help <clears throat> you know but we not. do that and you know something like the bird for example mm-hmm. you said the bird you know you thought it was helpless and it was moving but like I told him in the show, to just wait. It's be the patient. animal kingdom you know, has its system. Know. Yeah. You know, a baby giraffe is born ready to run, or it's going to be dinner. Yeah. Someone's dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, so we are the most vulnerable of all yeah. creatures. Us. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to actually, you know, carry our babies until they, you know, well, yeah, for a long time actually. Mm-hmm. Some till like twenty. Yeah, humans are the only ones like <laughs> sometimes. So some fifty-two. Some <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. 42, sorry. <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, it's really true. Mm-hmm. Humans really are the only ones mm-hmm. that aren't born walking or, you know, kind of like ready to... With some defenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, and birds are the next evolution. Right. I don't know if you knew that or not. Scientists have said that birds, the next evolution of uh, really 
thinking brain type creatures are going to be the birds when we're gone because they're able to construct some very intricate uh, nesting. Mm -hmm. Um, They have planning. They do indeed. The the crows are really amazing, powerful because (laughs) there's always a matriarch crow. There's always a crow that's Mm -hmm. a matriarch. And that's the one that always gets all the gifts from all the other crows. Mm -hmm. And then if it finds something too. So what the crow would do, well, there's other crows that are just kind of like, just like humans, you know, they, they want to take things that don't belong to you, mm-hmm. you know, or they just want the easy road. You find them outside in my porch all the time because I feed them. Yeah, and so what happens <laughs> bring, is this crow will bury or pretend to bury something there, and then all the other crows will wait till that crow flies away, and then they'll go digging. But there's nothing there. It, she throws them off, mm-hmm. and then she buries her thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Smart. They're Smart powerful. Person. They are. They are. They are indeed. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a quick break really fast. We'll be still on the air on the live feed, but we'll take a radio break here. Okay. So we'll be right back, folks, those of you listening to the radio. You are listening to the ThinkTechsRadio.com, your free online resource for achieving self-discovery and inspiration. With Insights Radio is a listener-supported radio station, and your donations are greatly appreciated. We cover a variety of topics, interviews surrounding the metaphysical and holistic and natural medicine alternative healing modalities, and much more. Thank you for tuning in to WithInsightsRadio.com. You are listening to WithInsightsRadio.com on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your free online holistic publication research radio for trusting your intuition, achieving self-discovery, and following your soul self. Ignacio Garcia, Jay Keevan, Jay Leimani. We are here live in Columbus, Ohio. We hope you're enjoying the show tonight. We're we're just kind of having a little round table, hanging out with Jayla, getting to pick her brain a little bit about who she is, and uh, you know, we're just having fun. You have fun? I am. Good, good. I am enjoying it. I'm going to take this caller here and see if they have any questions for you or for anybody on the panel. See, they might just be listening, so they may like, they may talk, may not talk. Hello, caller. Welcome to the show. Do you have any questions for Jayla? Yes, I do. It's uh, Jay calling from Canada. Thanks for talking okay. to you. Welcome. You are um, My question... Yes, thank you. Um, my question has to do with grief and just wondered how um, your experiences, you know, dealing with it and things like that because I'm going through grief right now. Mm. Is that for me? Or just the panel. Or the panel. Or just the panel. Okay. okay. I'll address grief, if I may. Um, and Iggy, you may want to, too. Sure, sure. Experience some very recent grief. Um, you know, grief's just a very, very personal uh, personal um, emotion, to say the least. And um, I think that when you when you take fear out of dying and take away, you know, the the, the fear that seems to surround it and give it its proper place in that we all die. If you're born, you're going to die. So 
you know, we grieve the loss of somebody because we miss them. Mm-hmm. But if you can can reconcile in your heart and in your in your brain, because your brain does one thing, your heart does another. And if you can pull those things together and reconcile them with, as long as I carry somebody in my heart, they're no longer dead. That would be number one. And number two, it would be honor them by letting go of your grief. Honor them and their life by saying, wow, I was really blessed to spend time with this person, whomever it was, for however long it was. And, and think to yourself, surely this is not the end. And hopefully I will get to experience them in some form or fashion after I leave this earth as well. You know, I'm not saying to have some belief system or anything like that, but if you can wrap your head around some of those things that says, I am in spirit form and I'm born into a human body, and when I leave here, I'm going to be a spirit again. Mm -hmm. So we just kind of continue in another form. So that grief is just a, a loss of that person who is in that body here on this earth. And although it does it does hurt, I, I would never take that away. If if you can just make your brain reason enough to go, well, okay, they're in my heart. I can still talk to them. I can still, still show them pictures because there's spirit everywhere. Mm-hmm. And And you just have to learn to communicate with them and love them in a different shape, in a different fashion. It's like they're living in another country right now. And you can't physically touch them. You can't physically talk to them, maybe. But you can do all of those things through your mind and in your heart. And you'll find, I believe this with all of my heart, I believe this, what I'm about to say. I believe when you practice those things and you do those things, your grief washes away. And it's replaced with this joyfulness because you realize that that person that you're grieving over really is with you all the time. Mm-hmm. And you get to experience that and you get to share those things and you will, you will see things, you'll see signs and wonders everywhere yes. that show you that that is really happening. And I hope that helped a little bit. Blessings mm-hmm. to you. I'm sorry for your grief. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, I agree with Jan. Um, I actually, the year of my grandpa passing just passed in May. So, and, like, my family's taking it really hard, especially, like, my mom. Um, It's literally, I believe that she is in borderline depression because of it. And it saddens me because although the loss of him did, you know, sadden me, I learned from a very young age or just, like, I just have wisdom beyond my years. So, it's, like, I'm able to kind of switch my mindset to, like, not be, not, I don't like the word grief either like I just like it's just like I like you just have to change your whole mindset about what what is happening because in reality like Jan said we're all here for a period of time and it's like when we leave it's like energy never go like never energy is never destroyed it's just recycled so it's literally impossible for that being to be gone it's literally impossible exactly so like when I know it's hard but sometimes being really technical and really knowing facts really helps with that because it's, they are, they're no, they're not gone. It's impossible for them to be gone. So just change your mindset and just thinking as positively as possible about, you know, like remembering their lives and remember the good memories you had mm-hmm. and you will get signs in nature and, or maybe like a butterfly, maybe they're the cigar they smoked. You smell it one day or like it's little stuff like that. So, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, and everybody's grieving process is different. Mm-hmm. Sure. Everybody, <clears throat> some people move through it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Some people mm-hmm. grieve forever. I mean, there's a point where, like Jan said, it was a good point. It's kind of like my mother passed away in February. I didn't quite, st- still can't wrap my mind around it, you know, because she's always been there. Sure. You know, she's always been, you know, a good support for me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I put her in the place where she's on a trip, like she's doing something very, mm-hmm. very magical. And one day I'll catch up with her and meet her. Mm-hmm. And that's been helping me a lot to be able to do that because children, number one, grieve differently mm-hmm. than than adults do. Children mm-hmm. can just be very, they're very, you know, nonchalant about it. You're going, aren't you going to grieve? I already did. Right. You know? But, but they're uh, still more connected. Right. Than yeah. Adults but are. adults, we're, we're right. so, we, we have, we hold so much memory mm-hmm. and so much information in our minds that we are able to process it sometimes because it's the experiences and the memories that we hold on to people, like you said earlier. Yeah. We just, we're still moving through that. Yeah. And you know what? Personally, I would just take take your time. Oh, don't yeah, rush it. Sure. Don't push it. Whatever you are. Yeah. One day, I will believe that you will say, I'm okay with this now. Mm-hmm. You know? I understand. You'll understand because while you're moving through the process of grieving, you'll 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 learn who you are. Right. You know, and how vulnerable you are and how open you are, how closed you are. Yeah. Because what happens when you're grieving, you either shut down or you open you you kinda you're you're either going through the, all the gamuts of emotions. Yeah. You know, you're going up, you're 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 in the positives, you're in the negatives, you're in the defiance and you're and you're in the aloof. All those all those modes. Right. I also find it, if I may, um, when you're in a period of grief and you're courageous enough to reach out and ask somebody, what yeah. do you do with grief, which mm-hmm. you are right now, by the way. Absolutely. And I'm really you know, honored by that. Um, so when you're courageous enough to reach out and ask somebody about grief, then you are at a point where you are able to do some scientific work. I mean, it sounds technical, like, like uh, Jayla said, but nonetheless... These things really help me. Look up subatomic particles. That's subatomic particles. That's what everything is, including humans. That's what everything is. You know, there's nothing that doesn't come from this earth. You know, the table, the computer, everything that we use comes is, you know, comes from this earth. And and that's right, we're all energy. And so if you can break things down like that and recognize that 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 human emotion that you're having is beautiful. It's beautiful. It is something that 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 we have yet to explain. We can talk about our bones and we can talk about our brains and we can see all of these things, but nobody has been able to define that human emotion, that human spirit mm-hmm. that is so powerful in us. So it's a great time when you're courageous enough to ask about grief. Yeah. Then it's time for you to say, I want to know more. I need to dig deeper into me and what am I all about? Because that's kind of where I feel like you're leaning. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mean to do a reading, but I just felt it. <laughs> no, you know, but in Western yeah. culture, we don't have ceremony. We don't right. hold ritual, you know, burying somebody and you know, have the, the pastor or the preacher up there praying. For a lot of people, that's not enough. No. You know, in other cultures, you know, in native indigenous cultures, they have ceremony because they believe that their ancestors never die. Right. They're with us. Mm-hmm. So they will have ceremony, dances, stuff. If you ever notice when after the wake or after the funeral, everybody gets together and of eats. Of <clears throat> I mean, that's probably the closest mm-hmm. thing that we have in Western culture mm-hmm. where we remember, we show pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <clears throat> but we don't really, we're remembering, but we're not 
you know, hopefully we're celebrating. Hopefully we're going, yeah, you know. And it, that in, in indigenous cultures, mm-hmm. our people never die. Right. You and know? we also <clears throat> prepare them. And, you know, I'm a death doula, so, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm with people when they die a mm-hmm. lot. And, and on the other hand, too, we prepare our mm-hmm. loved ones. Sure. You know, we don't send them to funeral homes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of things that we need to bring back that would sure. really help with the grieving process. Mm-hmm. Because you're ministering to your loved one. You're mm-hmm. the one who's ministering to them in their final hours here on this earth. And that's what I find yeah. with hospice really. programs now. They, they're, I do they're drumming. I do grief drumming. Grief for drumming, people. yeah, I mean, I absolutely. For people who've lost family members or relationships or whatever mm-hmm. to, you know, it's, it's, it's a celebration. It's, it's a remembrance. It's something, you know, that they didn't have, they weren't able to do. And it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but those who do come, they leave with something. There's something in their heart that, you know, has changed yeah. because, you know, you know, you've been there. So, oh, you yeah. know, you know, what it's, it's like. Good That's what I was going to ask. Did you say you're in Canada? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm in Canada, Western Canada. In Western Canada. So um, I'm just going to throw this out there. There's a few people. Um, um, I don't know whose site you were on, Iggy's or, or um, Jayla's, but there's a couple people um, that do some grief work uh, I, There's in British Columbia and Vancouver um, and a few other places that I know about. I probably could help you out there and send you to somebody that's really good. It could do some energy work and help you through that if you're interested. Um, so whoever's website you were on or whoever Facebook page you were on or the radio show, just um, let us, mm-hmm. you know, send us your information, whatever, and I'll, I'll help you out with that. We have people everywhere, okay. all over the world. Yeah, I just uh, was looking for some, something in close proximity where I'm in BC is actually a province next door, so... Um, uh, to Alberta, that's where I live. So I know people yeah. there too. So so we can probably get you some help. You'll just have to to contact us through the internet and let us know how, and I'll send you some people. Yeah, and you can go to my website iggygarcia.com, yeah. and there's a, a link there for to get in contact with me, mm-hmm. or you can just send me an email at iggygarcia@gmail.com. So that's just that's a quick way. It work. We, we appreciate your phone call. We appreciate yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thanks so much for your Thanks wisdom over this period time. Blessing. Mm-hmm. Bye. Take care. You too. Aww. <clears throat> Bless his heart. Yeah. You know, right Grief here. is hard. Yeah. yeah. Grief is hard. Well, now there's a big lesson, if I may. There's a big lesson mm-hmm. in empathy, one, mm-hmm. because I could feel that. I mean, mm-hmm. you can truly, I could have cried with him. Um, so that's that empathy. You can feel him. You can feel that pain. Yeah. Um, Even through the phone. Absolutely. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> and um, and and there's something called long distance healing because energy knows no bounds. Yeah. Right. So I can be sitting at this table and I can be doing you know the healing touch program. There you know mm-hmm. healing touch on somebody in Canada. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how far away it is. It's intent and it's energy. Yeah. So you can send that energy. I mean, it sounds woo-woo-y, but it's not. It's mm-hmm. all scientific. It's bioscience, mm-hmm. biofield sciences. You know, science, you know, hospitals are talking about it. It's it's integrative health care. Mm-hmm. We don't do anything magic. Right. We don't do anything that anybody else can't do. We right. just have done the work, and that's one of my big sayings. Do the work. You have to, exactly, you have to do it. the work, you know. I hear people talk about it all the time. Why can't I do that? We well, haven't done the work, have you? 
Yeah. Just do the work, you know, and it and it, it takes a while. You know, you just don't get – n- nobody is born walking. Right. You just aren't. Yeah, that's true. The cool thing about spirituality, though, is that it comes very, much quicker than walking. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> like like that. Up in the face. It comes right. really fast. Spirituality <laughs> comes fast. I, I – I'm in there are other total th- agreement with that. Other but things, using your gifts yes. properly with yes. discernment properly, and other things. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's where you have to do the work. That's yes. where you have to really go, mm-hmm. what is this? What I need to... Right. You know, they follow the smoke. They're there. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, I'm at the fire pit. Yeah. What do we do? Mm-hmm. You know, we're here. Yeah. And, and the emotion in you, you know, wants to join in immediately and go, you know, and dance mm-hmm. and participate and drum or whatever the ceremony happens to be mm-hmm. but there is truly a proper protocol for drumming in ceremony sure. or dancing in ceremony and although we're really excited we didn't do the work to learn what those protocols were mm-hmm. so we can come to the smoke and we can be excited to be there and we can feel it and we can want to participate and that's the whole point right there you we want everybody to be like that yeah, then so they get you, they get there. Then they're going, what happened? Well, I yeah. don't know what I'm, I can't ground or right. I'm not feeling good. All right, start, guys. Oh, all right, guys. Uh, all right. I never no, told him you're, that. You're, you're, not, you're not the only person. This happens to a lot of people. This is everybody. This is everybody. It happened to Including me. Including me and Iggy. We all went I've been this. there. I was like, well, yeah. yeah and, then, and then all of a sudden, I was, I was I'm like, oh, I'm laying there going, whoa. Whoa, yeah. What's the flower? But now, been learning that process. Yeah. You know, I have people go, hey, you know what? Just breathe. You said earlier, breathe, breathe. blow it out. <laughs> There's things you do. I remember when I was doing this, this work, that got to a point where I was the, one of the last dancers in Great Council for when we did the, the winter dance where we would drum. They, mm-hmm. <laughs> in, they would dance that dance for three days. Oh, okay, wow. but that day we would dance for like, because we'll do that in September. Was mm-hmm. it, what, it was close to... A, four or five hours I was dancing. I didn't even know it was four or five hours. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize it. And I'm going, I'm dancing. And the full moon's out and we're dancing and I'm going, and we're going, you know, and everybody's dropping off. And and then I ask, I go, so what, what's going on? Yeah. Well, well, we're here to support you. I'm going to support you. <laughs> he says, you're the last dancer. You, you haven't dropped yet. Yeah. And so out of respect for everybody, I stopped a bit. I could have danced all night. The reason they do that is because you go into a trance, you go into a meditative state, right. you get a message from spirit, and when spirit sends you that message, okay, they write it down, because there's a message from spirit. So when we go to the Nemaha Great Council, that's what we do. We register that. We, 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 we want to see what spirit had to share. And even the ones that go down, they ask them, what happened? Mm-hmm. You know, what share? What, what was your vision? Because the, the winter dance is about preparing for... For winter and mm-hmm. preparing for spring and you need snow right you know up in the mountains you need the snow because if you don't have the snow then you don't have crops or you don't grow very well because you need the water to run off the mountaintops so they would pray for for snow heavy snow and make sure that sometimes it doesn't snow yeah. and so that's what the winter dance is that was also the ghost dance and if you know anything about the ghost sure. dance you know that's when you call and book spirits you call and you know and all those people lost their lives because Somebody else didn't understand what they were doing, so they were afraid. You talked about it earlier, mm-hmm. and you know what? So they went in the cowardly went in there and killed all those people. Mm-hmm. You know, because of sheer number one ignorance, 
and not willing to learn and want people to assimilate to their culture versus embracing someone else's culture. You know, people perish, but that's happened through all history. For sure. White, black, doesn't matter. Right. You know, Peruvians were enslaved, you know, before they were called Peruvians, you know, the indigenous people were Peruvians, Incas. Right. You know, there are Irish who were enslaved. You know, the Irish people had their caste system of who was enslaved. So slavery is not a there's not a new, it's not really a new thing. Not not cultures, every culture has been accepted That's by some right. type of slavery. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're we're probably more in tune to it now because you know slavery is more prevalent to black culture. Yeah, you know, you know, sure. it's it's part of what you mm-hmm. you endured in a short shorter time. But there have been people, you know, everybody, almost every every person on this planet has had some generational slavery. Mm-hmm. But um, then it gets into past lives and all kinds of stuff, but we'll talk about yeah. that on the show. <laughs> you know, you said something that interested me a lot, and that was um, when you're talking about the ceremony and you were the last one to dance and you hadn't fallen yet. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I only bring that up because you had mentioned about religion, you know, when we first started this, this um, conversation. And, and having studied just probably about every religion there is out quote air quotes <laughs> yeah. there is out there it amazes me that we all have the same rituals we all have the same mm-hmm. flame in the spirit you know go to a pentecostal church yeah. there's tongues there's spirit there's people falling on the ground yeah. go to a powwow there's drumming there's speaking of tongues there's falling on the ground you know, the Baptists have theirs. The, you know, we all, Buddhist. Well, mm-hmm. Buddhist isn't really religion, so let's not go there. Mm-hmm. But Muslim, Judaism, we all have those. We're mm-hmm. all the same in in that ritual, so yeah. to speak. Like the Sufis, they're drummers. Exactly. So it, it just kind of, I understand that organized religion thing yeah. is, is a problem for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. A lot of us. Um, but I think it's, certainly nice to be able to recognize that for me it's nice to be re- for me personally that I have a higher power and mm-hmm. I like to think about that it's comforting to me mm-hmm. no matter what that is to me that's mine you know yeah. even if it's my higher self whatever it is mm-hmm. but that's a comfort it's just a way to hold my feet to the ground and be good yeah <laughs> not that I wouldn't be good anyhow but you know yeah there's a fine line yeah, I know me pretty well. <laughs> and I was gonna say, I just believe I don't think religion bad and good is subjective, but I don't right. think that religion is necessarily bad because whether or not you're whatever religion that you're ascribing to, you're still giving thanks to a higher power that deserves thanks. Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel like religion is allowed in a sense, and I allow like a human for it, like allowed in a sense, because it's bringing people closer to things that they don't even know that they're really mm-hmm. getting. Oh, that's a really, really great way to look at something. Sure. That was it's, awesome. It's us that, I want to say, corrupts part of it. Not all of it. Oh, yeah. Part of it. I kind of yeah. think you're right. <clears throat> you know, we, we, we had our mm-hmm. our God version. It's the man thing. Yeah, it's our God version. It's just the man Because, you know, we are, we are a splinter of God. Mm-hmm. You know, and most religions believe, some religions believe that, some don't, that we are. You know, if we're from the cosmos and we're from everything, sure. Then we're part of God. Then yeah. Or goddess, whatever you well, want. Well, there's to another ta- another another radio <laughs> show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So I'm going to interject if I may. Sure, go ahead. You'll probably kick me under the table, but I just <laughs> want to. <laughs> I just want to put this out there um, because it's who I am. So um, Iggy has done these shows for years and years and years, and. Um, so put a disclaimer on this. No, no. <laughs> you can put a disclaimer if you want to. Disclaimer. I'm just saying that donations are really important. Um, you know, they're they're they really help us continue to do the work that we do. Um, and and I'm really big into that because it's an honor. It's an honor. Um, oh, my dog's and the dogs believe it too. It's an honor for you to donate, if that makes sense. And I hope that it does. I want you to look at your hearts and and just really feel about that. Um, it's just Daddy. nothing. Nothing's free, and we all have to eat too. Sure. So sorry, I don't hope not to no, embarrass you. No, 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 that's fine. You know, it's important. It's important. You know, that's what a lot of folks don't understand. Some do, some don't. That <laughs> excuse me. Your spirits, your 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 gifts are. You can't put a price on your gift. Yeah. Okay. But you can put a value on your time, which is important because what's the difference of going to a dentist or a doctor or a lawyer or you know a psychiatrist? You know. You know, whatever. Yeah. You name it. You fill in the blank. You know. Yeah. Our our time is valuable. You know, everybody's, and I think sometimes in our community that gets mis, a big misconception gets misconstrued. Mis people really don't take it serious. Yeah. Okay. Maybe the word is, the word is serious. They don't take it serious. Seriously. You know. Yeah. I'm and, a grandma queen. Yeah. So. And I think people understand what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they do. But, but you know, that it, it's, it's just not. It's not. It's secondary sometimes. Yeah. You know, but the ones who do get it, they actually get a lot out of it. Yeah. You know, they they get the healing because there's an energy exchange. They've exchanged, exchanged. <laughs> they exchange the energy. You know. Yeah. You know, they gave me a chicken. I'd take a chicken if I needed a chicken. But you right. know, if they bought me dinner, that's an exchange. Mm-hmm. You know, they they lend me a few dollars. That's an exchange. What happens is when you don't exchange energy, <clears throat> then you have this un- underlining resentment, okay? And that's what you don't want to have. No. Okay? Mm-mm. Especially a lot of young healers, like mm-hmm. yourself, now, and this is a good lesson for young healers because they're so excited and they're so pumped, and it only takes one person, one negative nanny, you know, or Ted, to say, bullshit, bad bullshit. How do you handle that? But you do what you do. You do exactly what you do. You keep smiling. You keep embracing. You keep sending him love. That's it. Because we don't know his story. Yeah. His story is his story. That's why it's called history. Yeah. His story. History. Yeah. Okay. They write their story. That he who wins or she who wins it's writes their story. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of stories, mm-hmm. we're going to be having some um, story fires. Mm-hmm. And um, I just thought I'd bring that up. You can find that out on uh, iggygarcia.com, I-G-G-Y-G-A-R-C-I-A.com. And uh, look at the calendar on there. Um, Some really good things coming up. Mm -hmm. Some nice classes coming up. Um, And and I think the the fire meditation and and, uh, story fires will be be really um, nice for people be a great way to not only fellowship but to um to have some good healing around fire some ceremony and truly to be able to have story time like we used to have sure. and everybody gets to participate you know and 
And that's where the learning came from. Yeah, that is exactly fire. where it came from. You know, the Cub Scouts, they share stories. Right. You know, the Girl Scouts do that, too. They will sit there and just mm-hmm. they'll tell ghost stories and stuff. But that's how stories get passed down. Yeah, that's right. You know, in my tradition, that's how stories get passed down. Mm-hmm. You know, you're passing a story down every time when you do your videos, you know, when you mm-hmm. do your Instagrams. You're passing down a story, and you will always touch the people that you're supposed to touch. Yeah. You know, Jen, I may never even be remotely close to even engaging with those people but you are a different light you're a different Mm -hmm. beacon and as a beacon you you attract the right frequencies Mm -hmm. to you yeah like energies attract Mm -hmm. like on your videos what do you do on your videos uh, my YouTube videos? YouTube videos. Um, So on my YouTube videos I do different topics trying to well I do different topics that help me along my personal journey Mm -hmm. And then whoever receives that and takes it into their own journey, that's awesome. If you're just watching it to get information, that's awesome, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I am vegan. Um, I've been vegan for, I want to say, like, a few months now and then vegetarian for a few months before then. Okay. So that's one thing I talk about, health as well. Uh, I talk about, um, you know, my journey when it comes to how I feel about religion, how I feel about different types of things that... I've experienced in my journey, my personal journey, and mm-hmm. I really like to emphasize that it's my personal journey because everybody's journey is different. Mm-hmm. And if you hear something that resonates with you, you were supposed to hear it. Mm-hmm. So I've been slacking on my YouTube a little bit, mm-hmm. but I've been working on myself. So sure. that's been what's most important to me. And then like doing the Instagram stuff. So I'm about to get back on my YouTube for sure. I got a lot of positive feedback on there. A lot of people were telling me that I was inspiring them and mm-hmm. that I'm inspirational, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Do you have a website? I do not have a website okay. yet, but all I have is Instagram, Jayla.imani. Follow me on Instagram. I have a Facebook, Jayla Imani. So okay. that's what I'm spell that, please. J A Y L A I M A N I. Okay. So that's my Instagram. So follow me on Instagram if you want to see some good posts that make you happy. Awesome. Very nice. I'm going to cut and paste that and put it on our our feed here for those who need a spelling and didn't hear that for some reason. Yes. Technology, you love it or you hate it, right? <clears throat> We're both. Right now, I really do love it and hate it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's it's one of those things that just happens to be where we're at now. Mm-hmm. You know, we either adapt or we don't. It's crazy. We have another caller, so we're going to take them and see if they have any questions for any of us. And, okay. You, know, you doing all right? I'm doing great. Good. You enjoying this? I am. Isn't it fun? Vibrating for sure. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah. good. Like you know, I was telling Jayla earlier that in, on, on the radio, on the show, you kind of get this, you get this euphoria mm-hmm. that runs mm-hmm. through your body. You kind of get like a little more animated. Yeah. You know, so I'm a really shy person, really. And, you know, when I'm like on my own, I don't, oh. I'm really shy. I'm oh, not, I'm extremely shy. You know, so when I, this is like this platform where it brings out the pieces and parts of me that are in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to express and share. So, and um, when I started this show years ago, it was because I wanted to have my own radio station when I was a kid, when I was like 15. I walked into, the ham store radio where they sold components to build your own radio station, low frequency radio stations. And, um, I didn't know. I was just curious. And I'd walk up to the counter and these two old dudes, you know, they were probably in their late 60s, 70s, you know, they didn't know any better. I said, 
And I was excited. I said, so when do I need to start a radio station? You know, I want to start my own radio station. And they're like, dude, they're like, they didn't say dude. They said, son, that takes millions and millions of dollars to run your own radio station. And I was like, and you probably won't ever do that. That's what he told me. Mm-hmm. Just like that. And I remember this. And I'm going, what crush, crush moment, mm-hmm. you know? I was just totally like, well, I guess I'm not doing that. And then, you know, I let it go. But I always had that desire. You didn't let it go. Yeah, I always had, I always had that desire. <laughs> and to here do we it. are. And then, you know, <laughs> other people sowing the seeds of creation mm-hmm. opened the doors for me to go into that garden and find the aspects that I needed to find. I wasn't the creator, per se. I sowed seeds. But I didn't know I put them in soils. So I somehow said to the universe at a young age, I'd like to own a radio station or do radio and be a host. And so, like I said, I put it in the back burner. Then one day, I'm sitting, this is almost 10 years ago, and I'm sitting and I'm looking, you know, two years before that, if there's a way to do it, trying to, because everything's advancing now. You know, in 2012, 2012 right. came, you know, the, sure. the, there was about acceleration. And then I saw this platform. I saw a block talking. I looked, well, I can have my own radio station. Not only can I have my own radio station, it can, it's global. It's worldwide. Mm-hmm. It's like in every country if people listen to it. Right. Canada. It's not, you know, it's not just Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. People mm-hmm. ask me, so where did your show go? Well, everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everywhere you want it to be. Right. And so that dream came true. Now, in that dream, I still have to foster things. There's some things I'm still working. Right. Even after 10 years, I'm still developing things, bringing in new people. And I've had people come in and work with me and other people fall away. And it's just that's just the process. But here we are. Because I had a desire and a dream and something to, you know, push forward into that. And, you know, is it perfect? No, but there's there's perfection in the imperfection, so that we're learning. That's right. You know, so so that's why you know I like to. I just I love it. That's good. It's pretty beautiful. Yeah, you love it. You know. I love watching you, and it's funny because your videos are kind of long, and I just I watched all of it, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like I really (laughs) enjoy every second. I really do. Yeah. I'm literally doing everything else I need to do and still, like, you know, I can't shut it off, even though I can watch it later. In my mm-hmm. head, I can't watch it yeah. later. <laughs> like, what's later? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just, I watch it all and I enjoy it. You know, I was telling, I was telling, thank you. Thank Good you. Job. Thank you. Nice <laughs> I was telling Jan, there's a big difference between the video feed version mm-hmm. and then the radio version. And you'll have to go and. There check is it out. indeed. Oh, I know, because we talked about yeah, it. it. I mean, I've noticed it myself because. I can listen to myself on the radio versus watch the uh, feed mm-hmm. playing out. It's just funny how that is. Mm-hmm. There, you hear something that you didn't hear before, yeah. which is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Like in the video, you kind of get distracted and you know things. But when you're just listening, you have to create this image in your mind mm, yeah. of what he's saying, how he's painting the picture, how he's showing the animal. Yeah, reading a book. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what. To go back to when you were talking about the birds, I visualized that whole thing. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought. Oh, yeah. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that. So let's take a quick break, and then we'll bring callers on, because I want to uh, continue. Do you have time, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I have to use the bathroom. Okay. So this is a great break for you, and then we'll continue with uh, 
go. <laughs> We're going to take a little quick break. We'll be right back, folks. We hope you're enjoying our show here on Iggy Garcia Live, episode 52, with my guest, Jayla Imani. She's sharing with her her insights, her inspirations, her desires, and the things that she you know, is doing in her path and the things that she's enjoying and sharing with the world and with sharing it with the world. She's learning as well, learning how to navigate it, how to move through it, as we all are. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. You are listening to WithInsightsRadio.com, your free online resource for achieving self-discovery and inspiration. With Insights Radio is a listener-supported radio station, and your donations are greatly appreciated. We cover a variety of topics, interviews surrounding the metaphysical and holistic and natural medicine alternative healing modalities, and much more. Thank you for tuning in to WithInsightsRadio.com. And we are back with Iggy Garcia Live, the Naked Shaman. <laughs> Not at my table. No, no. If if for those of you who wonder what that means, to be naked, to let go, and to just be yourself. Is that's what it truly means to be naked, is to be able to be vulnerable, to be yourself, and just, just let it hang. I don't. <laughs> you say that too. There's a naked shaman for you. There's one of those puns in there. There you Rapunzel, go. Rapunzel, Rapunzel, where are you? <laughs> okay, but no, that's what naked shaman's about. That's what the show's about. It's about being yourself, and you know sometimes. When we do this work, we have to get naked. We have to let be vulnerable. We have to let go of our, our appearances. We have to let go of those boundaries and those things that we create in order to open up ourselves for the healing. Because all healing is self-healing. No matter how many people mm-hmm. may run energy on you, touch you, move you, lift you, levitate you, mm-hmm. it's your healing because you've opened the door for that mm-hmm. process. You've opened the door for that to occur. So that means it's your healing, your self-healing. You're prepared in yourself. You're in the preparation of if you don't you don't that's right that's one of the questions i had a question too for you um jayla was uh iggy was you know sharing with the audience while you were visiting elsewhere about you know you on your journey and 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 the work that you're doing and you're doing good work and Mm -hmm. you're really helping people and it's it's amazing but my question to you is, would you share with the audience um, what you're doing maybe to learn a little bit more about your gifts and how you're going about that? Or what are you doing to um, to to get healing yourself? You know, everything is self-healing, obviously. When you help somebody else, you're healing also. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes healers need to go to other people yeah. and and get help. And so do you have anything you'd like to share about that with people so that they would know maybe what to do as well? Um, one thing I do is every day I make sure I do some spiritual work. If that's like listening to a podcast, watching a YouTube video, mm-hmm. I do something every day that revolves around my spirituality or learning something about manifestation or learning something about the law of attraction or learning something about meditation. So every day I do a little, I every single day, every single day, I do something that's spiritual or watch something that's spiritual or listen to something that's spiritual. 
Cause that's my. Cause once you start doing it, as you know, I can be eager. Uh, I just want more and more and more. So um, it's I enjoy doing it. It's not a task, and mm-hmm. that motivates me in a way because it gives me like a a foreshadowing of my life because like the things that I'm doing is not going to be a task. It's not going to be work. It's going to be my lifestyle, and I'm going to enjoy doing it. So that keeps me motivated and it gets me excited for what's to come, for sure. Um, some ways that coming to Jan and Iggy, they're definitely a blessing in my life, for sure. I'm so appreciative of you guys. I talk Thank about you. you guys all the Thank time, you. like, all the time. Um, and I don't know. I just, I just like being. Like, mm-hmm. being is where you get the most, like, True. just, like, be. Just be there. Like, you know, it's like, I went to New Orleans, and, like, that was around the time a lot of energy shift was happening, like, and I was just, like, up and down, up and down, up and down, and when I got back, I was supposed to go to work right, like, like, the day after, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't, so much energy, I just can't, and it's like, part of me was reserved, like, oh, you have to go, you have to go to work, and the other part of me is like, no, I need a rest, like, I need a break, mm-hmm. even God took a break when creating the world, so, I mean... <laughs> Who am I to not break and God breaking? That's what I think. Like, who, who, who am I? I like that. So, just got to be. You have to know how to relax. This society we live in is so fast, 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 fast. And it was built like this, so we can never we can never be connected. So, if we're always distracted and have anxiety and this and that, we can never be connected. And that's why it was built this way, so we can be in a mental slavery. So, you have to be. It's so, so important to just be. You don't always have to be doing something. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's one thing that helps me hone into my gifts and understand. Oh, and being alone. Oh. Yeah. Yes, being okay. alone is when I started to be like, this is who I am. Because when you're around people, when you have this need to be around people all the time, people are, they, I don't want to say they press their beliefs on you, but it's like you get residue. Sure. You get residue, and you think that you're coming up with things on your own, and you think that these are the ways that you think, but no, these are the way that the people you're around think. So being alone is very important, enjoying your own company, being happy in your own company. I know it sounds basic because everybody's like, you can't be in a relationship if you can't be alone, but it's like, it's very true. It's very true because if you get into a relationship and you're not, you can't be alone, you're depending on that person for your happiness mm-hmm. and they're literally controlling every aspect of your life. And that's also what that toxic relationship taught me. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't ready to be in a relationship and I just like, ever since I was younger, like that's all I wanted relationship, relationship, relationship. It's like, I didn't love myself. So mm-hmm. how am I supposed to get somebody who deserves me and loves me how I, I'm supposed to be loved if I can't even love myself the way I'm supposed to be loved. So yeah, that's another thing that relationship taught me. Um, so yeah, being alone, Studying is very important. Journaling, very important. Um, so, yeah, those are the things that I've been working on to, you know, get Thank myself you. where I want to be. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And we're learning from you. <clears throat> More than you think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sitting here going, wow, that's pretty cool. That's good, that's good mm-hmm. stuff. It is good stuff. Yeah, just be. Absolutely. Just be. You know, it's something I've heard before, but it's like you forget sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good reminder. You know, that's the whole thing about being on this journey is that we all are here to share with each other. Right. You know, the the, the experiences we have. Because all our experiences are our own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the monk who ran the bell too many times and he went to his master and he goes, 
I know I'm supposed to ring it seven times, but I ran it eight times, and the monk goes, the master goes, so? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only you knew it rang eight times. Everybody else thought mm-hmm. it ran seven. Yeah. 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 That's good stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna plug the Kindman Company for a second. Okay. Um, talking about you know this fast-paced world and technology, which is a beautiful thing. We wouldn't be having this conversation at this table right now probably if it weren't for the wonderful technology mm-hmm. that we have. So nothing against that, but. There also is that other element of bringing back human contact. Yeah, for sure. And Mm -hmm. so we have something called the Humanity Restoration Project, and it's a bunch of little projects kind of coming about and uh, little seeds that have been planted and they're being nurtured and and, um, cultivated. That's the word, cultivated. So if um, my personal website's not up right now, but you can find out about a lot of the things that we're doing at a kindhumanco.com. That's A as an apple, kind, K-I-N-D, human, dot co, C-O, dot, or kindhumanco.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, check some of those things out. They're pretty, some of them pretty fun. We've got the love note on there. It's love note 321. The love note. And yeah, the love note's really fine and you'll see some other things that are coming up and a lot of things aren't even on there yet yeah. that we haven't even been able to put on there yet but um just really starting to take shape so the humanity restoration project is um wow we pushed the go button yeah <laughs> we pushed the go button i love that three two one the um yeah three two one dot com eleven i love it because it's kind of like eleven eleven. somebody mm-hmm. just started doing it Right. You know, and, and I started putting it on my face. My face up. I was like, oh, I'll put it on my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, and then one person goes, well, you should change this to, did you see that one? Mm-hmm. Someone says from, I think from healing to health, health to heal, uh, healing to health or something. I don't know. But people are already like processing and moving through their, you know, and not even saying anything because that's what they need. Yeah. Right. That's what they need to go through. That's what they need to hear. That's mm-hmm. the thing, the aspects they're working on. Right. It's evolving on its own. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Yeah. I like that. So let's bring this caller on. And see if they have any questions for us. Okay. Hello, caller. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank me. How are you guys? Who is this? This is Gabby. Gabriella. Who are talking to? Gabriella, welcome to the show. Hi, Gabriella. Hello. Sure. What's on your mind? Um, well, I just got out of a relationship, and it was a very hard couple of days. And I'm a little homeless now, and I'm starting over, and I don't know what to do he's giving me problems but I just need like some clarity or some direction because I feel like I'm just drowning right now sure wow I think yeah I think this one's for me (laughs) um okay so I'm gonna start with I guess I don't know if this is gonna be evasive excuse me if it is but was it a mutual breakup or was it one-sided it was kind of one-sided Okay, was it his side or your side? Hers. I think it was more my side because I moved out. It was just too much. So do you ever feel yourself, I have a feeling that, ooh, I have a feeling that you feel yourself going back and forth or whether you made the right decision or if you guys should be together or not? Yeah, but, yeah, I do, but it was just, it's not, the relationship wasn't good for me. It's a very abusive and controlling relationship. So it's just a guilty feel. 
there you go. And I, my last relationship that I was actually speaking about toxic was there, it was abusive as well um, in all aspects. So I feel you for sure. I feel you. And the fact that you took the steps to end it, good for you. Seriously, good for you because there are people who are in abusive relationships who just stay because they don't, they feel stuck. Nobody's ever stuck. So really good for you for getting out of that. And I'm just so happy and proud of you for getting out of that because I know how hard it is to get out of it. It becomes manipulative. You feel like this is where you need to be and you got out. So I'm really happy for you. One. Two, you broke up with him because you knew what was best for you and yourself was telling yourself what you needed to do. So trust yourself. Trust yourself. Yourself told you what you needed to do. You did it. Now we got to move on. And I know it's hard and it's easier said than done. But trust me, five months, you're going to look back and like, I was really doing, I really dealt with that. I really put up with this. Like, and right now, I understand that he still has a certain hold over you. I understand 100%. Ugh, and it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. And you're going to get, everything is going to dwindle off in, in, in your own time. Like, it's not like, oh, tomorrow you're going to wake up and everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay when it's okay for you. Like, but you have to keep taking those steps forward. You can't stay stagnant. You can't be like, okay, now what? You have to be, you have to keep going forward. And I know it's easy to stay stuck, but moving forward is what's best for you. So I know, I don't, is he harassing you any? Um, Well, he's making it seem like I'm harassing him. I found like, he has a business and his business partner is trying to help me and he ruined it for me. He called the cops on me. And now I found out that he's trying to use my roommate to claim, like, a restraining order or harassment. And I just don't know why he's being so evil towards me. I, and I'm like, I'm a little worried. Listening? I have to tell you this. Are you listening? And this is really, you really have to hold on to what I'm about to tell you. Are you ready? Yes. How he treats you is how he feels about himself. You, it has nothing to do with you. I really need you to understand that because in this situation, it's easy to feel like, oh, it's my fault, it's my fault, it's my fault. No, he's treating you like that because that's how he feels about himself. He doesn't love himself. He doesn't respect himself because if he did, he would love and respect you. And I'm sorry if this is like, I don't know how this is going to sound, but you didn't love and respect yourself to, like, to attract that to you. So now you have to take this time and be alone and discover what makes you happy and love yourself. You have to love yourself right now because it can be easy to try to distract yourself and get into another situation. That's really, really easy, but it's just going to end the same way. You have to take the time for yourself and learn yourself and love yourself. You have to. Like, it's so, 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 so important. And then once you start loving yourself, you're like, what was I doing? (laughs) One day you're going to wake up and be like, wow, like, why did I ever think that I needed that in my life? I agree. I need to Gabriella. love myself. Yes? Mm-hmm. I want you to take a deep breath. Ready? Inhale that. Just, just feel, feel that breath coming out of you. Jayla's right. This, you know, it's not going to be easy in the beginning. But this is a good opportunity for you to create healthy limits and boundaries mm-hmm. for yourself. Yeah. Because somehow we have allowed somebody else to cross those boundaries mm-hmm. of who we are. You know, we get in relationships and we take people for granted and things things just happen. 
here's an opportunity for you to rediscover who you are, you know, and that will happen over a course of time. You're doing it now because you're, you're, you're going out honestly to total strangers that you don't know that you, we are not strangers, not at all. you know, cause we're all connected. We're all part of this grand universe. Along with the people who are doing this. Yes, along with the people there. And, you know, there's, we're not giving them a pass. We're not giving them mm-hmm. anything, but we are wanting you to see that, you know, that you're more beautiful than you probably think you are. Yeah, for sure. You are have an amazing heart. Mm-hmm. You have an amazing gifts that you, you know what they are. Maybe we don't, but I know that you have gifts because we all have gifts. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? The world's waiting for you to share those gifts. And you're going to invite the most amazing person to your life mm-hmm. at some point. But you have to be in preparation. This is a preparation time for you. Yeah. To get into that space and that frame of mind to open that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, I'm, I'm going to just chime in for a moment. I'm, I'm like that that practical person mm-hmm. that I am. Um, so I'm, get, I'm just going to put it out there. Do not engage in any way, shape, or form with him or anybody else that is a negative in your life right now. Don't engage in any way, shape, or form. Don't think about it if you can possibly. Don't talk about it. Don't talk to anybody about it. Find somebody who is absolutely neutral that has no skin in this game. In other words, they don't care what happens to you or somebody else. Not Mm -hmm. that they really don't care, but their outcome is not vested in you and their outcome is not vested in your ex. No bias. Mm -hmm. And that is the person you go to and say, help me. I'm not thinking clearly. I'm overwhelmed by all of this. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to do one, two, and three because I already feel like I'm in four, five, and six, but I don't know how I got there. So find that person. Find that person. It might be somebody at church. It might be. Um, I, I. It could be. It could be many. It could be the checkout person at your grocery store. It could just be somebody that 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 you can just say, "Help me." Yeah. And they don't know anything about it. Don't be all one-sided because there's fault for you in this as well. There is with all relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're part of this. And think like that. Go back to thinking instead of that feeling. Get out of your heart and get into your head for a little bit. I sound very stern. I'm sorry about that, but that's that's kind of what I'm doing on purpose to get you out of your emotion. Mm-hmm. You need to be out of your emotions right now. You need to be in your head right now. Put your feet on the ground and say, I have work to do. Mm-hmm. I have work to do. I love myself enough that I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to get this restraining order stuff taken care of. This is this is not the way I'm going to live my life. And when you look in the mirror tomorrow or tonight, you look in that mirror and that person looking back at you says, you're worth it. You are a divinely created woman. You have an innate right to be joyful. You have an innate right to be happy. And you have an innate right not to be abused. Mm-hmm. And so claim all those things. Claim those selves for your tonight. Claim those things. They're yours to have. Yeah. And I'm done preaching. And one, a few things that I need to say to you is, um, so you can't entertain it because that's what fuels him, right? So when he's going, <laughs> oh, you did that, you cannot entertain it because that's what's making him want to do it more. Right. Um, so I don't know if there's like a situation where you me- need to talk to him because I know in relationships sometimes you share stuff or whatever. There might be certain situations where you need to talk to him. 
then I understand that. But keep it very limited, very short. Make let him know, let make him aware without telling him that okay, this we're talking about what we're talking about, and that's it. Because he would try to pull you in, like oh, well, da 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 da, well, da da da. Okay. Well, I'll talk to you later. Like, you cannot entertain because that is what fuels them. That's why they do what they do. First and foremost, keep kindness in you. Yes. Yes, kill them with kindness, one. The -hmm. second thing I have to tell you is, because I feel like our our stories are very similar, especially, like, with this situation. So I know you don't love yourself like you should because that's where I was, and that's why how I ended up in the situation I was in. You really have to take time to love yourself. And I will say, when did I get out of a relationship? Sometime last year, and now I'm with somebody who involved with somebody who treats me how I'm supposed to be treated. And I'm just like, wow, I really dealt with so much BS. And now I'm in a situation where this person, you know, loves me for me. This person gives me things I never thought were possible. But the only reason why they're able to give me these things I never knew was possible because I went through that situation and I came out of it. Yeah. So know that there's a light in the end of the tunnel, and I know that it seems like a dark tunnel right now, but that light, the more you start loving yourself more and more and appreciating yourself and knowing what you deserve, nobody can love you how you deserve to be loved unless you love yourself, period. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. I agree. Those are my last things. Quick question. Do you have a bike? No, I don't have a bike. I have a car. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're, work too. <laughs> you know, but they're, you're supposed to ride a bike. I don't know why this is coming out. You, you need to borrow someone's bike, go to the park. You're supposed to just go out there and just observe on this bike, you know, your surroundings and just enjoy it. Then when you're done with that, come back home, draw a salt bath, just relax because you're going to be tired, okay, and have a bowl of ice cream. I like that. I don't know. That's what I saw. And, that sounds you know, good. I don't have that. Right. So we really appreciate you. Now, if you want to get a hold of anybody here on this panel, you know, you have our information here on the thing. So please don't hesitate. Please reach out to me if you ever need somebody. I could be that neutral person to you. You are not burdening me. I would love to talk to you. So you can. There you go. Wow. Look at that. Right in your lap. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Hey, blessings, blessings. See ya. Great stuff. Yeah. You know, sometimes you don't know why things come the same the way they do. You know, I don't know anything. It's just like that. You know, that it's it's like I told you earlier. Our our stories, all our stories, help others. That's why when we do, at the end of every work, you know, if you ever notice that every, every meditation, every drum circle, I ask people to share. Mm-hmm. And the ones that don't share really share more than you think. Right, but the ones that speak, excuse me, we hear the auditory part of it, and we we comprehend that. And you know what? It's just one nugget someone takes, and that's all one person needs is one little nugget, just one. You don't need mm-hmm. all the nuggets. You may get all the nuggets, but if you get one nugget, and that heals that part in the heart, okay, then it's done. It's done. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I have people come to me, and I'm sure you're gonna, you've had people come to you. I'm sure you have people come to you saying, wow, you know, that really helped me. You don't know what that did sure. for me. And you know, and it may not be that day. It may be later, maybe five years from now. It might be. <laughs> I have people come, from me, come to me and go, you know, I wanted to kill myself. But yeah. you said one word. You said one thing that totally changed it. Yeah. And they didn't tell me what it was, but you know, 
It doesn't matter. Yeah. I've had people. You're going to have people. You're yeah. going to have people. I've had people. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, do you remember that time when you shared that with me and you told me this and that? They, they ate. They ate the bread. They took the slice, you know, and they believed. And they, in their heart, they go, that's what I mean at that moment. Mm-hmm. I, have my, I have so many friends tell me all the time, hey, you remember that time you told me? And I'm going, and I have to be honest, like, you know, spirit just rolls through me. And sometimes I don't remember what I say. It must have been good because it came from spirit. That's all I can say. Because we can't remember every conversation. Well, we can, but there's a lot to remember. It all gets like it's like a beautiful ball of wax, and you can shape it and form it, and make it into whatever you want. Yeah, and it's beautiful because a lot of times why you don't remember it because it wasn't meant for you one. Absolutely. And two, it's like people pick up what they need. Literally, like you go to a store, you pick up what you need. You don't That's pick right. up things that you don't need. You know, and I may not need the same things that you Absolutely. need. Absolutely. I don't eat meat. Maybe you want to go get some beef. I That's don't need right. that. You know. That's so. That's your toolbox you're filling. There you go. You know, you're filling the toolbox of your spirit, you know, the things that, are, that you resonate with. You're yeah. vegan. I'm not necessarily vegan. I can be from time to time. I see you. I see you. You know. You know, with your suit. Yeah. So, I need but, some recipes. Yeah. But that's that's our journeys. Yeah. We're all much more connected, you know, even with Gabriella and the gentleman from Canada. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was meant for you know, now. There, there's, there's a story there that we have to hear again. Yeah. A reminder well, also. Daily reminders. Daily reminders. Daily affirmations. Kind of like your app that you have on your phone. Mm -hmm. You were sharing with me earlier. So. I feel feel it. It's a magical, beautiful world when we have the eyes and the heart and the ears to feel and see it all. And she's special. She doesn't even know how special she is. Mm -hmm. I feel it. Like I I feel reminded too. Yeah. She was very courageous, if you ask it me. It takes great courage. Mm-hmm. I just I, that I, came right. It just like yeah, to step out of your comfort zone because that is a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. She was hurting, and it does. Yeah. It takes great courage to come and out like that what? and ask. And Especially it could and it could have been someone else saying, "Hey, you need to get out." Mm-hmm. You know, you're never truly ready, mm-hmm. but you have to move forward, put on your work boots and your backpack, and just do it. Yeah, fear is. Is sometimes literally debilitating. Yeah, sure. absolutely. And no matter what that fear is, fear of leaving, fear of mm-hmm. what's going to happen next, fear of anything, fear of the exactly. unknown. Yeah. And that's all fear is. Yeah. That is all fear is, is, yeah. is the unknown. If you know what's under the bed, you're not afraid of what's under the bed. Yeah. They know? say false evidence appearing real. Yeah. So, you know. There you yeah. Well, there's, there's that too. There's <laughs> but, you know, fear is also a good thing sometimes. It also. Absolutely. <laughs> It can save us. Yeah. It can Mm -hmm. protect us. Where the ego comes in, you can't have too much, not too little. Right. We need it, but if it's too Mm -hmm. much, then it's not good. Nope. That's right. For sure. I don't know if you guys have ever heard, like, we on this planet think, like, love, I mean, hate is the opposite of love, but I've heard that fear is the opposite of love. And that resonates with me a lot because it's like, if you're fearful of something, like, you can't love it. You know what I mean? So it's like, that was just very interesting. I felt like I should say And that. I've been taught it's all love, even the things we don't think it's love. Right. You know, but there's also an awe of love versus all right. love, all love. But it's, none of it's wrong. Yeah. You know, I've had people challenge me that. Well, what happened to my friend who got killed and blah, 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 you know, is that love, you know? That's people do that. It is. You know, and it's like, 
But you know what? But we have to put blame somewhere yeah. because it's too big for us to hold. Because we're human and we have to rationalize. It, you can't get through the day without one little juicy rationalization. And spirit goes. I mean, like nobody can. I can <laughs> bring of it course, on. I'll bring it on. It. Right. The universe is here to hold it for you. You don't want it. I'll recycle it. That's why I recycle stuff. I don't know if you ever noticed the work I do. I recycle. I like whatever. I don't need to recycle back to the universe and bring it back in a way that, you know, is more empowering for everybody. Because. um, And I say those things. I mean, I literally say them out loud. mm -hmm. And you've heard me. I say, you know what? I don't need this anymore. Mm -hmm. It has served whatever it needed to serve in me. And I'm done with it. And here you can have it back. You know, whatever, here it is, blah, 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 blah. But in its place, and I always ask for this, in its place, I would like to feel some peace about that. Sure. And just, I'm done with it. That's it. It's done. Yeah. And to me, it's that simple. Yeah. I love simplicity. I have a very, very beautiful mind, which I know that I do. It can do very complicated things, but I love simplicity. Uh-huh. And the work that we do is actually very simple. Mm-hmm. Very simple. All right, I have something I want to bring up that's vulnerable for me, like okay. a situation. I want to bring up the healing circle that mm-hmm. we had. I don't I don't think I remember everything that happened, but I would like you guys' perspective on what happened in that moment. I know you told me kind of like how you felt about it or but I feel like there was moments I don't I don't remember. Like so yeah. <laughs> I bet there's moments you don't yes, remember. And I wanna know what happened. And I don't mind telling people. Do we have time? Yeah, we have yeah. We have twenty two minutes. Okay. I'm ready. So you want to tell them about the Drumming Circle at the Reiki right. Center? That's yeah. where we were. Maybe we should start there. Let's yeah. go there. Please? <laughs> sure. And, and would you do that? Well, number one, when we when we do healing circles, we it's by invitation. So we invite people to actually let their guard down a little bit and to take in whatever they need to do. In the circle, we, we, we drum together. We work together. We try to become in sync together. Okay? And so what happens is in that circle – we're all releasing in our own way. Okay, so there's no wrong or right way to release. Some release more introverted, some release very extroverted, but there's no wrong way. It just is. And most of the people who are there are generally aware of what that's going to happen. Now, if you come late, it makes it changes the whole game for that person who comes late because they're kind of in catch-up mode yeah. and they don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. So, But they enjoy it. So when we're there, we're, we're opening our hearts and our spirits to receive the things that we need to receive. Some of the things you would receive, like if you were like out of it, you're receiving them, okay? And the thing is, you're never ready or not ready. It just comes when you're in those trance, because you're in a trance state. The drumming creates a trance state, okay? It opens up portals in your own mind of things you can see, things that you don't really want to see again and things that you have to work on. So we're healing, and we're letting go. Some people will let go five drum circles later. Some people will let go right now. You know, I can't say what you did, because Jan actually worked on you, but there were some things that you had to process, and the only way you're going to process is to go deep. 
And the only way you can go into who you are and how you saw what you needed to see and what you had to experience and why you didn't bring back certain things. I believe that you did bring things back that you needed to see and they've manifested themselves out. But sometimes things manifest outwardly and they just play out. And we just, and they're, they're not really for us to, Realize. you know, we don't go into trance to go, okay, this is what I'm going to see. Sometimes we go into trance just to heal the pieces and the parts because mm-hmm. spirit does the work. I don't do the work. I just facilitate the energy flowing through. I'm going to become a hollow bone and I open up. <laughs> Your job is to figure out strategies to ground yourself. Okay? <laughs> she yeah. was there. That's not by chance. That's not by coincidence. Okay? It's not that I wasn't showing you grounding. I didn't have to. She was. She was already there for you. She was already sent to you by spirit to do that work with you, not me. My job was to open you up. Her job was to close you and show you how to close. We all have jobs on, in this, on this spiritual path. Some of us hold the seeds. Some of us plant the seeds. Some of us walk away and, and the other person comes in and watches the, seed, the plants grow and they trim them and they cut them. Another, guy, another person comes in, cuts the harvest, sends it off. Okay, The other person processes it, takes it. Okay, so in your particular journey, there are things that I can't help you with. Perceived help, she can. Because you've already made a sacred contract with her to help you ground. You didn't make a sacred contract with me to help you ground. You had made a sacred contract with me to open you to the process. Mm -hmm. And how you experience the process will be a part of me, a part of her, a part of the person next to you, or whatever you brought back. So... It's not, it's not, it's, I can't, you can't really just say it's like opening a bottle of wine, because that's kind of what we did. We opened up like the one of those bottles up there, okay? Now, you have to drink it, or put it away, cork it again. But once you cork that, you can never cork that bottle again. It will never, you can never go back to the state that you were before. Mm -hmm. It's like stretching a rubber band. Once you stretch it, it does not go back. That wine will go rancid, or it will be absorbed and, and appreciated. So you have to use metaphors with people. You have to create visions for and, and that's what I do. That's my job. There are other people in the group who come in, lay hands, and that's what you're gonna find when you're doing this work. There are gonna other people who are gonna come and lay their hands upon you and help you come back. Okay? So we all have purpose. We all have our jobs. Okay? Your job is to show others that it's possible that you can go there because if you didn't go there the people wouldn't people can't you know so i'm going to help her just for a moment sure. because you keep saying go there and a lot of people are going go where where did she go i mean wherever wherever spirit <laughs> so, to take her man i understand that but but for those of you listening to this um if you could picture you know people just in a circle of chairs and a big powwow drum to um here and people sometimes lay down mm-hmm. with their heads towards the drum because it's very ceremonial it's very therapeutic um nothing magic about it nothing woo-woo-y about it you know we've done it for since probably the beginning of time mm-hmm. sound heals um very cathartic very rhythmic so she just happened to choose a place that was at my feet because i didn't lay in the circle because i was called 
to hold a certain vibrational level. And that was my calling that night. So I was doing my work and it was all over. And I looked down and, and, and along with Iggy, you know, we kind of have a beautiful relationship going here where we kind of sense each other and be able to talk to each other now and without words, which is good. And so there were people that were needing help, you know, kind of, it's, it's like, um, it's like, have you ever been to church camp or ever been to a camp, Yes. you know, and you were having so much fun and you were so excited that you never wanted to come. You didn't want to go home. I mean, you know, it can be like that. Mm -hmm. And so that's that euphoric feeling. So people felt that, you know, they feel euphoric when Mm -hmm. they're down there because they've released and they're letting go and they're comfortable and they're relaxed and their vulnerability is like stripped away and they feel like they're wrapped in a cocoon and they're safe. They're in a safe place. I actually said that to you. It's safe. You can come back. So having said all of that, you're sitting there and I literally say to you, come on, you're going to sit up. And you just looked at me and you were, you were just gone. You did not want to come back to earth. And when I say that, I say that not, you know, I don't have a unicorn thing sticking out of my head. I'm just saying that you were so deep in your meditative state and it was so peaceful to you. And it was such a taste of everything you wanted to be. It was euphoric. It was truly euphoric. If you believe in a heaven, that was your heaven, whatever that is for you. You were there. You were so there. And I said, you have to come back to earth. You have work to do here. You can't stay there. And you argued with me. You never said a word. But believe me, you argued with me. And because I'm older and I have more insurance, (laughs) I said, oh, no, 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 no. You're coming back. So I started giving you math questions. Do you remember that? Yeah. So we started doing math because you have to take somebody out of their of their internal emotional place that they hold that and put them into their mental being. Go mental. You have to be mental. And then I and I told you, I told you after you were finally there, but you didn't really come back, but at least you were back enough that you could drive home, which was my fear. Because yeah. because it's like yeah, it's yeah. like being drunk. It's like being high. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you you can't, you know, responsibly, I can't let somebody walk out the door knowing that they're in that state, you know. And it's not a state. I mean, we're not drinking. You're not doing ayahuasca. We're not mm-hmm. smoking dope or anything like that. <laughs> well, we're not, you know. It's nothing except your own beautiful spirit yeah. that we, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So mm-hmm. anyhow, that's all I said. I said, okay, you need to make an appointment and get grounded. Now, if she wasn't there, the whole process would have been different. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It somebody else would have helped you. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just called to help you that night. It's because all, all. all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. You mm-hmm. hypnotize yourself. Yeah. You allow the process to occur. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I sitting there going like this. Thing, she, she can't watch me. <laughs> you know, I, I know. I don't have that kind of power. When you're, when you're open to the process, you've already hypnotized yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I go... Right. We remember when I say do the work, we've done the work so long and so much that we can go from there to there just like that. Mm -hmm. And that's you're just doing you're just still doing the work. 
And I don't say that. I say that in a very loving way because I'm so happy that you're doing the work. We I'm have, so excited. We have a lot to learn from you, too. Absolutely. Don't, don't, don't we think don't. we don't. Because I've learned a lot tonight. Yeah. Honestly, I have, you mm-hmm. know, about re- number one relationships. Um, reminder, talking to the net, you know. Yeah. To be, you know, okay, shit. You know, I was like, hey, you yeah. Know. Well, you do the work so long, then you forget that you forget the beauty of the, of yeah. the journey to get there. You know, and that's what the reminders are for me. Fresh, and it reminds so. me to do the work again, you know, to go back and, and revisit those things. Those are, those yeah, are wonderful There's an old things. saying, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. We just have to remember it. just have to remember it. Because it's all out there. Because mm-hmm. this is already mm-hmm. done. This is, this is actually already completed a long oh, yeah. time ago. Mm-hmm. We're just catching up to it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So what would you like to leave with our listeners tonight? Because we're just, we're getting close to the... Um, I don't know. I'm still in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Because um, they want to hear your insights. They want, they want to hear They want to hear what you have to say. People are listening to, to you forward. and you have something to offer them. Mm-hmm. And they need you to offer that to them. They really do. And there's no wrong or right. It just is. You're needed. You're being called... To serve somebody right now. Um, I don't know. And that's okay. That's okay. Um, I love your shirt, by the way. Positive attitude. That's pretty awesome. This is my favorite shirt. No wonder. Tell me about that favorite shirt. Um, I I got it on sale for three dollars. Ooh, my navy. Yeah, old navy. I love wearing it because I went from a place of throughout my journey, I went from a place to being positive all the time and then realizing that's not the answer. The answer is to be positive, but then also embrace the negative as well, Mm -hmm. but not letting it bring you down, not letting it affect you. So it's, it's power in being vulnerable. It's power in understanding why you feel certain ways because you're not feeling a certain ways for no reason. Mm -hmm. Your body is telling you to feel certain ways. Um, You have to listen to it and, figure out why just being stuck in an emotion is not good you can't just be stuck in it you have to be in it understand why you're in it and let go of it right so thank you for that yeah thank you for that very good how about you what would you like to leave for listeners i would just like to leave um just great blessings of joy i hope everybody enjoyed what we did tonight Mm -hmm. and um and tell your friends about us, and if we can help you in some way, let us know. Uh, call in. I would like to really have a lot more call in, you know, people mm-hmm. calling in and asking questions and having a Q&A and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just say embrace your grace, have joy in your heart, be kind, find, find something kind in everybody. Um, don't talk negatively about people. That was my lesson, my little epiphany alert for today was to... Um, not talk negatively about another human being, um, even if they do something that is not kind, but to think kindly of them and just love them through it. One more thing. Yeah, what, uh, to add on to that, what makes it easier to be kind to people is to have compassion because everybody has their own perspective. So if somebody's coming and yelling at you for such and such, you don't know what made them get to that point. All you have to just, what I usually do is like, if somebody's yelling at me, I'm like, 
okay, like they're really hurting. Like I'm sorry that you're hurting. Like you know this this is you. That goes back to how you treat people. It's how you feel about yourself. And that's what I that's when my empathy comes. I'm like, you know, you're really hurting to talk to me like this. You have to be in a certain place in your life to speak to me this way. So just be compassionate. Understand that although something may seem one way to you, it may seem another way to another person. Thank Very you. Good. Yep. I Very agree. Good. What about you? Well, guys. What can I say? What a beautiful evening to be here with two beautiful like spirits. Glad to be here. You know, and it's good to be here. Yep. Good to and be we're here. jamming it. We're finishing up. We're wrapping it up. I want to thank everybody who tuned in on the radio, on the live stream, and you know. Let me know if you want to see me back. Comment below if you want to ah. make another appearance. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll have you back for I sure. Say peace out. But you know what? Just do your best every day you're out there. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, just honor yourself, respect yourself, love those around you because they're on loan to us. You know, we don't know how much time we have with them or how much time you'll be here. And just, um, just be grateful, have an attitude of gratitude, you know, and just love, love what, what's been given to you. Sometimes we forget, you know, the gifts that are already in front of us. We're, we're looking for so many other gifts to, co- to yeah. complete us or to yeah. move us forward. And mm-hmm. We forget about the ones that we already have. Yep. And sometimes there are the people around us, our pets, the books we read, the tapes we listen to. Well, I don't want to listen to tapes anymore, but MP3s we listen to. <laughs> tapes we listen to. You know? Oh, wow. And, you know, your friends, you know. Eight drags. You are, you're probably, the, you're probably influenced by the, the, the five most closest friends you have, okay? They'll be the ones that will really affect how you move, navigate through life. And they remember you're a whole Oh, you have to remember that you are whole, and that's what helps you appreciate the small things in life. If you're always trying to catch up to something, the next thing, if you're Mm -hmm. always thinking about what you want and not appreciating what you have, Mm -hmm. you're not going to get it. You're putting in the universe that you're in a state of lack. You're never in lack. You're already whole. That's right. Remember that. Very good. So with that, I thought she'd call me ho, but... I I, I actually actually said that word out loud because I wanted wanted everybody to hear it. Hole. 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 And then W-H. W-H. Yes. Yes. Hole. Right. You are. See us, old people? Where we went? Where we went? Look where we went. Hi. You told me what at the end of the show. And thanks for tuning in to The Naked Shaman with Iggy Garcia tonight. Episode 52. Be well. Take yes. care, my friends. Yes. And uh, we'll see you Monday. But before that, one final thing. We do have a drum circle at Allen Creek from 1 o'clock to 5.30. So if you can make it out to the drum circle, go swimming. Allen, go Creek, Allen Creek Beach. Beach. Allen Creek Beach. All right. If you need more information, iggygarcia.com. Akinehumanco.com. And your Instagram. Jayla Imani. All right. Thanks, guys. Blessings. Have a good evening. Till the tears run down from my eyes, Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.